Welcome to training from Scott Ross Online. Scott Ross is a highly sought after and internationally acclaimed personal development and leadership coach who speaks to more than 50,000 people a year. The same strategies he's taught top executives are available to you through programs like this one. We encourage you to take notes and listen to this audio multiple times for maximum results. And now, here's Scott. Welcome, everybody, to the Scott Ross Leadership Podcast. This is episode number 102. You're going to be able to find the show notes for this at scottrossonline.com slash 102. And we have an amazing guest today who is going to be sharing an absolute wealth of information. You're not going to be able to write it all down. Most of you might be driving when you're listening to this, and so you're not going to be able to take it all down. Trust me, I'm going to put it all in the show notes at scottrossonline.com slash 102. Quick housekeeping before we get to our guest. If you could get to scottrossonline.com and subscribe to the show on Stitcher, on iTunes, on whatever your favorite platform is, and then if you could rate and review the show, it would be a huge help to us because that is how this show gets promoted by the different podcast platforms. They decide what to promote based on reviews and ratings, and so it would be a huge favor to us. So guys, like I said, I'm really excited about today's episode. We have an absolute pioneer in the social media space on with us today on the Scott Ross Leadership Podcast. Her name is Kira Reed, and she's been on the front lines of social media since the very beginning of the platform. She's worked with a huge range of companies and individuals on their social media strategy and has become the co-founder of a firm called Made to Order, which is a full-service social media agency based in California. She's been a guest lecturer at UCLA and USC and has spoken at conferences all over the place, including the Digital Music Forum West, Blog World, ASCAP Expos, and South by Southwest. She's been recognized by the New York Times, by TechCrunch, by NPR. She was actually named a social media pioneer by Entrepreneur Magazine. And so we're just very, very honored to have somebody with her level of expertise in this area that all of us are trying to get right on the podcast. Kira, thanks so much for being on the podcast. Welcome to the show. Hi, Scott. Thanks so much. Happy to be here. Yeah, absolutely. Fill us in on anything you think I left out and, uh, you know, anything you might be excited to share with us right off the top. Um, well, I think you covered all the bases. And uh, one of the things that I'm really excited to share is our new course called Self-Promotion Mastery that takes all of the things that we've learned about social media and really kind of helped us tweak some of those things to make it really simple for somebody who's just starting off, maybe a solopreneur who wants to get their feet wet in self-promotion, but doesn't know where to start. So it's kind of a really easy step-by-step program to help the very beginner beginners not be too overwhelmed with what they're facing with social media and actually start to see some results pretty quickly. That's terrific. I mean, I think that's a lot of us right now is just trying to, you know, make sure that we maximize our efforts. And a lot of us are, you know, solopreneurs, like you said, or, you know, we're just trying to get our own brand out there into the marketplace. I would just want to ask you, you know, social media has gone from, I'm not really sure whether it's a real thing to a buzzword to just an accepted part of everyday life. And today, the options and the tactics that are available are just overwhelming. I mean, everywhere you turn, their supposed gurus who are offering to maximize your effectiveness on social media. And you've been here from the beginning. You've seen it all. You have a very unique perspective. And, you know, one one thing I love about you is that you have a very strategic approach to this social media problem. So I wondered if you could just talk about that a little bit. 
Sure. So after, I guess, about 12 years now in the industry, we found that people approach it wanting generally one of two things. They want to know how to make their content convert and they want to know how to gain a large following. And these are totally legitimate questions and, and goals. But what they don't realize is that starting there is going to kind of put you in a trap or a hamster wheel because you're not actually going to have the tools that you need that go before that to be successful at it, to scale it, to replicate it, and to actually have some control over it. It's going to be something you're going to sit down at every day and go, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? How do I do this? What's the latest tactic? People want tactics because that it feels like instant gratification. And that's great. There is a place for tactics and good tactics can make all the difference. But if you don't have these five points that we talk about, and and we'll get into them as we go, but I'll give you them right now. The five things you need to know in, in this order, who are you? Who are you talking to? What are you saying? How are you selling? Yes, you can sell over social. And how are you going to grow? So content is step three and growth is step five. If you don't know who you are and who you're talking to, to start with your content will never succeed. I don't care how many tips and tricks you apply to it. Mm. So I love that because we talk a lot on this podcast and to the leaders we're training. I mean, one of our core philosophies is beginning with the end in mind. And I just love that that is your approach. You're starting from where do I ultimately want to go? Who do I want to reach? And it's just a much more strategic approach. So dive into that a little bit more. I mean, you you have some expertise when it comes to, I mean, you know, when we're talking about who am I trying to reach, is that demographics? I mean, what what are we talking about there? So what we're talking about there is really understanding the way that people operate on social media and people want a much more emotional, emotionally driven experience. Traditionally in marketing, we look at a demographic and that's your data set. You know, where do they live? How much do they make? What is their age? It's hard to really connect with somebody when that's all you have, because you don't really understand them. The next thing that they use in marketing is the psychographic or why do they buy? It's kind of the ego driven, you know, I'm a parent on a budget or, you know, I'm trying to keep up with the Joneses or I buy based on my values. And these things make it a little easier to connect, but you're still not able to really create content that resonates deeply with your target market. So what we do is we have created a process called the emotographic, and it helps us set up looking at an individual, at a customer group as an emotional individual. So the way that we do that is we kind of look at what is the emotional state of that individual when they arrive at your door? Are they frustrated? Are they excited? Are they anxious? Are they anticipating? So that you can kind of relate to them and you can look at them now, not as a number or a data set, but as an actual experience, an emotional experience that these people are having. And they've come to you because they have a pain or a need. So what are those pains and needs? And an interesting thing is that we will buy based on pain over pleasure. So those are the two points that make us buy pain or pleasure, but pain far and away wins when it comes to deciding if you're going to buy, can you alleviate my pain? If the answer is yes, then I'm going to buy from you. So then we look at, well, what is their pain and need? And then what is your promise to them? How are you going to solve that problem for them? And that becomes the basis of a lot of your content. So that your content becomes highly targeted and driven and meaningful. It's not important whether it's text or blog or photo or video or GIF or all of the other types of content that you have, 
It doesn't matter what time you post it at. These things, they, let me, I'll take that back. They matter, but they only matter in making content that is connecting more effective. Because if you do not have good content, you can do all the tips and tricks you want. It's not going to connect. It's not going to convert. So you've got to start with that step of really understanding who your customer is emotionally. And there are a lot of articles coming out now proving that this is what people want. Campaigns that are based on emotion, communication that's based on emotion is far and away way more successful than trying to identify somebody as a data set. I love it. So we're, I mean, and I'm just rephrasing just to make sure I get this right. So we're going to think about the pain that someone is coming with and the promise that we can make to alleviate that pain. And if our communication is either connecting with the pain or delivering a message about the promise, it's going to be more effective. Is that, is that the way you'd say it? That is exactly how I'd say it. Awesome. Okay, so uh, you started to answer some of the tactical questions I have as well here just a, just a minute ago. I do want to get to some of that in a little bit, but uh, just a second. Let's just take a moment to thank our sponsor real quick. Are you drowning in email? Are important emails getting lost among the junk? I want to share with you a service that has changed my life, and I do mean that. It's called SaneBox. Prior to SaneBox, I had nearly 30,000 unread messages in my inbox. Now, don't laugh. It's true. But within an hour of implementing SaneBox, I was down to zero. Today, I never miss important emails, and I only spend a few minutes a day keeping my inbox sane. Now, SaneBox is offering listeners to the Scott Ross Leadership Podcast something really special. Go to SaneBox.com slash Scott Ross. SaneBox is spelled S-A-N-E-B-O-X dot com slash Scott Ross. And first, they're going to give you a free trial. But at the end of your free trial, when you're scrambling to throw money at them because you can't imagine going back to the old way, they're going to give you $20 off because you're a listener. So go to SaneBox.com slash Scott Ross for your free trial and $20 off. SaneBox, get out of your inbox and on with your life. So Kira, let's get back into this conversation about pain versus pain and promise and, and the emotional understanding. I think you called it the emotographic. Is that what you mm-hmm. refer to it as? Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, is this self-promotion mastery course going to kind of get me on a track where I'm going to understand the questions I need to be asking myself and my organization to to develop that pain point and develop that emotographic for my customer? Yes, it will. It will also help you to understand uh, how to build your brand in social media because, and this is this is something that's extremely tricky when you sit down to realize, okay, my brand online, it isn't just a logo. It isn't just a color palette. It isn't just two sentence elevator pitch message. I actually have to communicate. I have to represent this brand with consistency every single day with every piece of content, every comment, every post I make. And that's really challenging. And I don't know anybody that's really figured out the way to do this, except you know, myself and my business partner. And it's actually quite simple. And it's something that applies with people who are also interested in self-promotion, who have a lot of fear around stepping out because they don't know what to say. They don't know how to represent themselves. They may feel shy or inappropriate talking about themselves. So what we have found is that if you talk about your values and you base your brand positioning and messaging on the things that your business values. Why did you get into business? Why do you do what you do? Why do you hire the people that you do? Why are you located where you are? 
These are things that people want to hear about. These are things that make you compelling. And these are the things that will attract the right customer to you. So both of these things we talk about in self-promotion mastery, and then we teach you how to tie these two things together to create a really powerful content strategy. Awesome. Well, it, that actually leads into a couple of the tactical questions I did want to ask you. And I, I know that you are, uh, you know, differentiated. The reason I value you so much is you are a strategic thinker in this area. But just a couple of things I know that are on people's minds. You just mentioned, you know, everything that you you put onto social media that you put out there to the world needs to be an extension of your brand. One thing that people are kind of confused about is they're hearing two messages from the market. One is they need to be on brand, but but another is to be personal. So, you know, if I p- put a picture of my enchiladas on, on my Facebook mm-hmm. page, is that okay? I mean, can I post a picture of me and my kids at Disney? I mean, talk about the balance there between, you know, communicating your brand versus showing who you are as a person. So again, this goes back to the, the magic of values. So if I want to know more about a company and, you know, look, let's say you're, you're talking about, you, you put up a blog post talking about something relevant to your business, something you're selling, a new product you've made. That's one form of content. That's really pretty easy. You're talking about your product or your service. But beyond that, if we look at your values, we look at why do you use the processes that you use? Why do you hire the vendors that you use? Why do you hire the employees that you do? These are things that you can create lots of content around. Let's say you're a furniture maker. You insist on a high quality type of furniture. Well, let's talk about what materials go into that. Let's talk about the vendors that you use. Let's talk about why this kind of material is so great to make furniture out of. There are a lot of other types of content that you can use that are focused on your business. Nobody cares that you had enchiladas for lunch. Nobody cares that you took your kids to Disneyland. It's The idea when social media started to kind of bring people into the fold, let them see the behind the scenes, this was all legitimate, but it got kind of skewed in the idea that we're supposed to be sticking with your brand, not your personal life. Nobody really cares that much unless that's what your brand is about. If you are a mommy blogger and your brand is about being a mom, yes, But if you are a life coach and your brand is about um, helping people succeed in their business, no. So you can keep, there's a lot that you can do. There's a big sandbox that you can build when you look at your values and your customer pains and your promises to them. If you do that work correctly, I promise you, you will have hundreds of types of content that you can create. Hmm. Well, it's funny you mentioned that because another thing that I really appreciate about you and your firm is this approach that you're kind of alluding to right now. I mean, I know a lot of the listeners on this podcast are worried about some of the things you alluded to at the very beginning. I only have X number of followers. I've only got X number of quote unquote friends Mm -hmm. and I want to grow that number. And they feel like their reach really isn't broad enough to get to the audience they want to attack. You've got a really unique take on that problem where most of us have access to a far greater group of people and constituents than we really think. And that's kind of what you're just alluded to. Can you maybe expand upon that a little bit? Absolutely. So way back in the early days of working in social, I realized really quickly that the best, one of the best and most unknown ways to leverage social media is by connecting with people that you already know. 
And if we look at a business, we see that they have at least 10 different communities that they can actually leverage to build their own customer base and their own community. So some of them that are pretty easy are um, employees. Not everyone on your that's listening is going to have employees, but we hope that this information will help you to grow your business so that eventually you will have employees. Having them share your information is a great way to spread the word. The next one is your vendors. Your vendors are people who are actually already invested in making sure that your business succeeds. If you make a list of every one of the people that you work with, like and follow their, the individuals that work there that you have contact with and their companies, give them a shout out and say, thanks for doing a great job. This kind of thing gives you exposure to their audience. It deepens the relationship that you have. And something to remember about social media is something like 80% of the people who use social media are voyeurs. So even though you may not get a lot of likes, even though you may not get comments or shares, people are seeing it. They're seeing everything you're doing and they're making micro judgments about who you are based on what you share. And when you open up and you give props and show gratitude to other people, you build yourself in the mind of others. Okay. Another thing is, uh, your neighbors, who's the person you get coffee from every day. Who's in the office building next to you. You never know where leads are going to come from. And if you're willing to take that time and say, you know, post something to Instagram, this woman makes me smile every day. She serves up coffee with coffee with such a smile. We love visiting this local business. We love having you in the neighborhood. She's going to see that the company is going to see that they're going to think, wow, this is so great. Who is this person? Next time you go in, let's talk about your business. You never know where these opportunities are going to come from. Same thing with your neighbors. We had a client who is a travel business and they shared an office building with the department of labor. Those people travel all the time. They'd never once thought to go across the hall and say, Hey, we're, we're, we have a service here that would be of great value to you. Of course, these people, when they were right across the hall from you or right next door to you or down the street from you or share the same city as you are going to be much more invested in seeing you succeed. So there are a lot of different ways that if you just go through your Rolodex, go through all the people that you connect with, who are the leaders in your community? Who are the leaders in your industry? Follow them, reach out to them, repost their content. You already have a large network of people that you can draw on to help spread the word about you who are invested, not just friends and family. And I will, let me just give you kind of one tactical uh, piece of information here. If you're building a Facebook fan page, do not ask your friends and family to like your page. As your page grows, it will skew your insights. If you want to take out ads to the followers on your page, you're going to be wasting money promoting to people who are not interested in your product, who've just signed up because they care about you. Spend your time finding the people who are the influencers, the community leaders, your neighbors, your vendors, people you are in trade associations with, They're your competition even. There are a lot of different resources to start drawing people in who, who are already kind of halfway there with you. Terrific. Unbelievable. So um, 
you know, I think that everyone here that just listened to this, we just got a big aha moment that we actually have a far greater reach than we thought. And if we just get really strategic about who we're connecting with and leveraging those connections, um, we're going to be able to improve the audience and the adoption rate of our content and our material at a much more rapid pace. I do want to ask you a couple of quick tactical questions. I don't want to like, you know, sure. take you down a road you don't want to go, but just a couple of quick things that I know I get all the time from people is, you know, is there a quote, right social media platform, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, and should, should we be on one? Should we be on all? I mean, what is the, what do we do to determine that? So the first thing is, well, there's two main questions. One is what is your industry? So if you are a relationship coach, chances are LinkedIn may not be the best for you, but Facebook and Instagram would be great. Um, if you sell a widget and you're B2B, chances are Instagram isn't going to be great for you, but LinkedIn is. So really assess the audience, who they are and how, what is the delivery mechanism? By that, I mean, Instagram is photos. LinkedIn is your profile. Uh, Facebook is updates and groups. Where is your audience spending time and how much business do they actually do on those platforms? That's the first question. The second question is, what are you good at? Do you like writing? Then focus on a blog and focus promoting that blog through Facebook. Do you love taking photographs? Well, absolutely be on Instagram and Facebook. Facebook, you have to be on no matter what. And the reason is because the power of Facebook is so strong that when somebody Googles your business name or your personal name, there's a 90% chance unverified that statistic, but it's, I I've never put in a company name or a person's name without having Facebook be the first, second or third, um, response in Google. So people are going to look at your Facebook page probably more often than they're even going to look at your website because from your Facebook page, they can see actually who you are now. Your website is static. Your Facebook page should be alive. You should have a great cover photo. You should have a really strong profile photo. You should be updating regularly. And don't worry so much. You know, social proof is great. It's great to have likes. It's, lo- it's great to have a lot of followers. It's, it does look good to have engagement. But we all know that Facebook has made it next to impossible without paying for it to really get the traction you used to be able to get. So there's a lot more slack and leeway now in not having those. But you must maintain a profile because people will look at it. And you've got to think about it as your portfolio. Here's an example of who I am, what we do, and how professional we are. And that's what people are looking for because people will only go to your Facebook page once. They'll like it and then they'll get your feed. Very rarely will people ever go back to your page a second time. So think about that Facebook page as your first impression. And if that is all you can handle, if that is all you have the time to do, if that's all you have the bandwidth to do, then just do that. Don't overwhelm yourself and put too much pressure on yourself that you've got to keep up with all these other things. It's not true. You have to be on Facebook. Absolutely. Beyond that, what works for you? What are your interests? Where's your audience? Great. So one last tactical thing is, do you have some social media tools that you recommend to people? I know there's some some options out there to try mm-hmm. to manage your, your content and your feeds and things like that. I mean, is there anything that's mm-hmm. kind of your go-to applications or tools? Um, I love Hootsuite, um, but you know, there's, there's a danger in pre-scheduling posts. 
And we're seeing this, unfortunately, more and more. Um, we've, in the last year, had both Paris and Orlando. And let me tell you something. If you send out a pre-scheduled uh, post after an incident like that happens, it's going to backfire. You're going to look insensitive, and you're going to look out of touch. And you're go it's going to be obvious that you're automating. So be very, very careful if you do schedule that every day you stay on top of those posts. And if something like that happens, turn that off immediately. So beyond that, Hootsuite is great, especially for using Twitter. I don't recommend pushing content from Hootsuite into Facebook or Instagram because the algorithms will knock you down for having a third-party application. They want native posting. Um, Canva is one of the best programs out there right now for creating great content. There is no excuse anymore for having crappy looking content. Canva is free. It's $12 a month for the professional tools. I highly recommend it. I use it every single day. Um, Crowdfire is great for managing your Instagram followers so that you can keep your ratios good. You can follow people um, very quickly and unfollow people really quickly. Um, those are, those are my go-to tools right now. I, it is easier when you pre-schedule, but I'm just not a fan. It's things change too quickly and mistakes too easily get made scheduling posts. The better thing to do is to have a content calendar stacked with your pre-scheduled content. Go ahead and spend one day making all your content, writing all your tweets, getting all your hashtags ready, and then every day go and freshly post to each of those networks. Great advice. Really good feedback. So uh, last thing, I mean, um, you know, I'm really excited about this self-promotion mastery course. By the way, guys, we'll have links to all this on the show notes page at scottrossonline.com slash 102. We'll put in these tools she just mentioned as well as the link to the course. If somebody already feels like they're a little bit past the ABCs of social media, where should they mm -hmm. go from there? Well, the next thing we offer is a course called Power to Thrive. And this is a soup to nuts, all five points I mentioned. Who are you? Who are you talking to? What are you saying? How are you selling? And how are you growing and managing? When you are done with that course, you will be as much of a social media powerhouse master as my, my business partner, Gretchen Fox, and I are. Um, it is a 12-week course. It is uh, you on demand. So you work through it at your own pace. And once a week, you join us for a group call with other entrepreneurs. And we work through each one of your module worksheets so that you leave each module fully prepared. You know exactly who your brand is. You know who your target audience is. You have a phenomenal content strategy in place. And the really exciting part about it is that we teach you how to sell how to set up your sales funnel, how to distribute your content, and how to really start driving sales through your social media. And then the last piece is how you grow, how you manage, how you gain followers, how you grow your company to a point where you can actually hand over your social media to another person. And that is that call is actually my favorite time of the week because I love working with entrepreneurs and helping to push them through a lot of the things that they just, you know, you're good at what you do. You did not get into what you do to be a master of marketing. So that's what we do is we teach you how to, to own that part of your business and really succeed with it. 
Terrific. I mean, I think that, uh, you know, it's like the holy grail for most entrepreneurs. I mean, this is such a nebulous area for most of us. Mm -hmm. And to have your expertise is absolutely priceless. Um, You know, guys, we talk about this all the time in this call. You've heard us say that you do what you do best and you outsource the rest. This is an outstanding example of a place to do that that's going to pay major dividends. Kira has actually been super generous with our listeners. She's provided an offer for both the Self-Promotion Mastery course and the Power to Thrive course. You can get $100 off the Self-Promotion Mastery course and $1,000 off the Power to Thrive Mastermind course. I'm going to have the details on how to do that on the show notes page. So if you're interested in both those things, which I highly recommend them both, make sure you go out there and check that out. Um, Kira, you've been absolutely amazing. I know this is going to be super valuable insights that people are going to listen to over and over. What's the best way we can connect with you and just stay up on what you're doing? Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Kira Reed. You can find me on Facebook, Kira Reed. Um, you can follow my Instagram at social media for entrepreneurs. Um, and you can follow us at Kira and Gretchen, uh, Kira dash and dash Gretchen.com or at made to order, um, our agency, which is mtoagency.com. Awesome. I know a lot of you guys are driving. Don't worry. Don't run off the road. I will post all of that to the show notes page. Kira, I am so grateful for your time. I know how busy and in demand you are. You're impacting so many people. I really appreciate it. Thanks for being a guest today. Thanks, Scott. I've really enjoyed our conversation today. Awesome. So guys, again, you're going to get to everything we just talked about at scottrossonline.com slash 102, scottrossonline.com slash 102. And uh, we are also going to post the coupon codes to be able to get the discounts on the self-promotion mastery course, as well as the power to thrive 12-week mastermind course. Uh, Make sure you check that out. I know that both of those would add huge value to you. Please go out and rate and review the podcast on your favorite platform. And until we are together again next time, God bless you. Keep raising your leadership lid. Bye-bye. We hope you have enjoyed this audio program. For more resources to further your development as a world-class leader and for success strategies and tactics in all areas of your life, please visit scottrossonline.com. And be sure to connect with Scott on Facebook and Twitter using the ID at scottrossonline.com. 